This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Okay. Hi, everybody. You are now tuned in for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast, which is a podcast specifically for the unoffended but constantly irritated individuals. As always, I am your host, Sydney, sharing the deets on what has me fed up this week, but in more interesting news, I have a guest joining me for today's episode. I have Steffi of the Do I Look That podcast today joining me. So you want to give a quick introduction? Hey guys, it's Steffi from the Do I Look Fat podcast. Um, I'm so happy Sydney actually asked me to be on her show today. I'm so excited. She has such a great show. Um, My podcast comes out weekly every Friday on all platforms. And it's basically a show about body positivity, self-acceptance, and all of that. Um, It's kind of evolved. I'm about to hit episode 20 this coming Friday, the 28th of August. And yeah, 20 episodes. It's kind of insane. Um, I launched back in May and we're already on episode 20. And it just really transformed into a podcast where I talk about how I view the world, basically. I grew up, quote unquote, fat. So that influenced the way I view the world. It influences the way I interact with people, just all of that. So just all of my experiences, because, you know, a lot of us have been through a lot of the same shit. We just didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I curse? Because I don't oh, know. Yeah, for sure. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. have a potty mouth. So I always have to ask that after I curse. It's like, <laughs> I need to start doing that before I start speaking because I need to know. <laughs> no worries. You are in the right place for that because I feel like I am the same exact way. I can't help myself. I'm like, I need to curse just to place that extra emphasis on what I'm saying. Like, it's not going to be felt unless I put my love. You know, Mm -hmm. adjectives in here. But again, you guys, I am super duper excited to have Steffi on today. And we're actually going to chat about body positivity in the age of social media. So I am ready to dive in into everything regarding like fat phobia, body shaming, and the perceived body images that are Mm -hmm. like pushed in culture. So starting out, as usual, I have the first segment of the show, which is fed up or up. And this segment really is used to distinguish what grinds the gears of my guests because as always stated, I feel like you can learn the best about a person by learning what gets under their skin. Um, I know in the very first episode, I started off like sharing a couple things that got under my skin and I like to ask my guests, you know, questions or even have them share snippets of the last time they were fed the hell up. So Steffi, do you have any stories about, you know, just the last thing you can remember, like grinding your gears to the core? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I go through this all the time. So if you listen to Do I Look Fat, I have a segment where it's mm-hmm. called Are You Dead Ass? Because I ask <laughs> myself that question about a million times a day because I just don't understand. Um, but what really grinded my gears this week mm-hmm. was the whole Meg the Stallion being called out on like just mm-hmm. bullshit. Um, the fact that they considered her a snitch 
that just blew my fucking mind because I never understood when did when someone try to kill you or mm-hmm. or injure you because I mean mm-hmm. let me not let me not say he tried to kill her but he definitely tried to injure her like that was mm-hmm. what he tried to do since when do we protect those people from the police how is she a snitch like that doesn't make sense to me people are so dumb and it gets on my nerves people are dumb and the thing that's crazy is people believe that their ignorance is like called for they're like (laughs) well you know she's a snitch because she went to the police and you know she could have just handled this in what way is megan what has she ever preached about even practicing some sort of imaginary street code that Since you guys when think was she was in the mafia? When was she in the mafia? Good Basically, fella, you know, all, I don't, I, last time I checked, she was from Houston. Mm-hmm. They don't do all of that over there. So I'm just a little confused. She's not a fucking snitch. Like, it's just so ridiculous. People were comparing her to 6ix9ine. And I'm just uh, like, I, I don't have time. But what it is, is that when people have other people who agree with them. So that's the mm-hmm. problem with social media. Is mm-hmm. that you find people who actually have the same mindset as you. And you're like, oh, shit, they believe it too. So they, I must be right. And then you want to <laughs> go off with the bullshit. And it's like, no. Yes. Yes. No, all I have of seen, just done. I've seen so many tangents of people coming up with these fake scenarios about what they think happened just stating there like just uncalled for opinions on the entire thing and like you said before she for her to even come out and have to say all of this consistently first mm-hmm. off it's none of our damn business right we are not friends of hers we're not family of hers all of this concern is just uncalled for we don't have to know what the hell happened if anything i'm just happy that she is safe mm-hmm. like up and out like she still seems to have some sort of like you know um tenacity like you know where right. even though this shit happened and i'm going through a lot I am still going to be working on my art as a mm-hmm. creative. I'm still like pushing forward to break records and do what I came to do, which was rap. But again, it's just so like aggravating. And then right. just to see her as a black woman have to deal with this mm-hmm. in the limelight is just like, wow, this is somebody who people were looking to like as this superstar now they're just trying to tear her down but that's why we're seeing it in real time because it's like Mm -hmm. everyone with you know brianna taylor and all of that everyone is talking about how protect black women protect black women but then in the same token y'all are the same ones posting the bullshit reposting Mm -hmm. the jokes those aren't jokes they're not funny the problem is is that everybody thinks everything is funny nowadays and it's really not and some jokes just shouldn't be like there's a time and a place they're always there's, There's a time always a, a time and a place and it's just so, so uncalled for. And my thing is too, for her to have even said all of this and her to have shared all this information, like regarding the images of her injuries and her going on live and stating this, ha- has anybody not noticed like Tory Lanez has not said shit? Well, because when he's people, scared. Yeah, and too, to me, I can honestly say, I feel like in a lot of instances when people know they are guilty and liable mm-hmm. by so many causes and whatnot, people are going to shut up because they right. already know, you know what, this is not, no. And he's doing what he should be doing. It's mm-hmm. just at this point, I wish everybody else could see that and piece things together. Right. Like, right. He's he's basically, he hasn't admitted guilt, but he hasn't said yet he didn't do it. He just mm-hmm. hasn't said shit. So that's crazy. Um, I just feel like also he 
could have fucked up her whole career. Like, yes. she's a rapper, but also she's known for dancing. She's known for, like, a stage presence and all mm-hmm. of that. Like, if he would have made it so that she was unable to walk anymore, like, that could have fucked up her whole vibe. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. Like, oh, it is just so aggravating to just hear about. And I don't want people to, like, sweep it under the rug and not it to be a discussion anymore mm-hmm. but I, I i'm like you in the sense of i want people to move forward like you know what this is an ongoing issue right that just needs to be discussed more heavily like just the way you guys treat female rappers even in those instances of them being caught up in different things people are always like you know what well they call for it they wanted a part of this life they want it like mm-hmm. nobody deserves any of that especially that like violence and being shot what at the end of the day no one knows what happened in that car mm-hmm. but we also know that Tory Lanez is not a he's not a cop like he there's no reason for you to have a gun in the car and like that's mm-hmm. that's where the the argument escalated like she could have mm-hmm. been disrespectful to him yes but you went to go shoot her like yes. come on and come even on. now though more stuff is coming out about Tory Lanez I'm not a huge Tory Lanez fan to begin with but I know people are bringing up like past instances of him having like violence against women and also having things that just look sketchy like mm-hmm. possibly arguments with other women or women like filing complaints about him and different things so it's like you know what this is not super duper far-fetched you you guys are not coming for like Barack Obama or anything like that if he already has some priors and some other issues going on come on you guys let's line the two up come on crazy it is so crazy again and you know what though too I can say I just really do want Megan to continue to be in some sort of good spirits as Mm -hmm. she's dealing with this because in all honesty to me I think it's only the beginning oh for sure this is only the beginning yeah Megan is a hustler when she was laid up in the bed or whatever not able to walk or whatever what have you did you know that she does her own makeup for like her shoots and stuff Mm -hmm, yeah I did not know that and then so during this time she actually did like an Instagram live or something of her doing her makeup that's a hustler's mentality I'm sorry Mm -hmm. she's like y'all not gonna forget about me and I'm not gonna go on live just talking shit I'm gonna go on live with a purpose as she should and somebody else brought up a good point when they were saying too like people are like oh you know she could just stay quiet forever like she could just go away and take this break but again going back to what we're going to discuss today about social media I just feel Mm -hmm. like in the era we live in of just consuming 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 if artists are quiet for too long they do get forgotten about for sure for sure so i think she does want to stay in that um light of being relevant it's just like in a positive way yeah she doesn't want to be relevant for the wrong things at all and i definitely commend her for just continuing to put her best foot forward you know the hotties got you megan we got you we still gonna come to the concert (laughs) we're still gonna fuck with you that does not matter even then i am happy to see the few celebs here and there who have been mostly women just Mm -hmm. like you know what if I've had anything with Tori coming up, I've canceled it. I'm rooting for Meg. Please protect her and protect Black women. And believe us when we come out with stories like this. So, right. woo, 2020. That's all Girl, I can say. 2020. 2020. Like it's a whole dove. Like, it honestly. is. <laughs> so, moving on to the main segment, which is the Make It Make Sense segment. Mm-hmm. I have titled it, New Body, Old Body, Same Body, Who This? 
So as Steffi shared, Barry, in the very beginning of the episode, her show, Do I Look Fat? Which the fat, F-A-T on her show stands for fine and thick because she is both. (laughs) She is honest and spares no punches on her journey of body positivity, weight loss, dieting, and self-acceptance. And I can honestly say as someone with plenty to say and stories to tell, I am happy for us to dive into body positivity in the realm of social media. And if you haven't realized by like my little semi title (laughs) of this portion of the show, it throws a little play at the Kanye new body song with Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign. But Mm -hmm. we're talking about real bodies. Mm Mm-hmm. And not just the ones you see on social media. Not at <laughs> all. The people you see on the streets, your cousins, your aunties, sisters, like real bodies. And body positivity refers to the social movement that challenges the ways we as a society present and view physical bodies and like Again, all shapes, sizes, statuesque, modelesque, you know, slim, thick, all of the above. And so considering most social platforms such as IG contain a wealth of these bikini clad, fashion over esque mm-hmm. style bodies, I'd like to focus on just the complicatedness that most people and even the people we're referring to rarely look like that in person. I've never seen a Kim Kardashian in person. I have not either. (laughs) And if anything, I feel like it will be scary. Yeah. You know what it is? It might also be that if you, I might've seen it in person, but it just looked weird in person because photographs and in person are two different things. Mm -hmm. Even video and in person is two different things. That is so true. And two, I know it's like hard to escape any sort of imagery around body type and size on like social media just because, you know, you you literally see content from your favorite celebrities, athletes, and even your friends Mm 24-7. So... Even though, I feel like even though we as a whole know that these pictures can be beautiful and they can be just so appealing, like they're so edited. Mm-hmm. But Definitely. You, but you still kind of have that little bit of like comparison, like, damn, that look good. I should, hmm. I used to get it like an exfoliator. <laughs> uh, I don't, that wig, I need to, new hairstyle. Like it's right. always going to be some sort of comparison, whether it be something that is like severe or something like very surface level, I, mm-hmm. I think. And I think comparisons are very healthy as long mm-hmm. as you take it as an inspiration and not like that, not as an envious kind of thing. Once yes. that jealousy and envy goes into the mix, that's when it kind of is very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Carla, Carla Wilmaris from mm-hmm. the Launch Academy, and she had a live the other day. Uh-huh. And she was talking about how you really need to manage the content that you consume. Yes. So if you're on social media and you know, you know what, 
if I see a bunch of girls with a size 24 waist, but a size 42 ass, if that's really going to bother <laughs> me, and how about I don't follow those people? You very can true. be very mindful of the things that you want to consume. Mm-hmm. Um, she was talking about, you know, following a bunch of business pages and things like that, because that's what her focus is on. Mm-hmm. I've been following a lot of content creators because I recently um, quit my job to stay home full time with my son. So now mm-hmm. my podcast is like my job. Like, this is what I'm doing. This is mm-hmm. what I'm going 100% in. And that's just what I've been seeing. But then also, I have been following people who are more like me physically. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It inspires me mm-hmm. um, and all that jazz. So you just have to learn how to use social media the right way. I feel and, like. And no, that's 100% true. Cause I've even had this discussion with friends outside the realm of like, Oh, somebody dresses a certain way. But I know once or twice a friend shared in like one of our group messages, a post somebody made. And she was just like, eh, I can't believe like people have this mindset and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, I get your opinion. But you mm-hmm. know, you can always just unfollow, right? Close out, <laughs> yes, mute. Like it could be that simple. And she's like, you know what? You do have a great point. I'm like, that's all I'm saying. If it's if it's on your mind that heavily, just mm-hmm. delete it, please. Mm-hmm. Move on. And I know as I was looking more into um, body positivity and its connections to social media, I know they did like a study that was published in 2016 that found photo-based activities like scrolling through Instagram and even posting pictures of yourself were a particular problem when it came to people's negative thoughts about their own bodies. And Mm -hmm. I was just blown away because I get there is a connection but I don't like and even then to me it can be so small because I even have a bad habit of staring at a picture for like 30 Mm -hmm. fucking minutes before I post it (laughs) until you find something wrong (laughs) yes like oh this is such a cute picture but the way the light or my cheek I have that blemish there I don't like how my outfit was like look like you just look at it so long you're like Mm -hmm. you know what I don't even want to post it it's terrible I do the same thing and I've really been trying to post more like candid pictures of just me not so much (laughs) like posed outside an outfit because that's what my Instagram was like for a very long time but you know Mm -hmm. with COVID where am I going so (laughs) I'm really trying just to post more like candid photos of you know Mm -hmm. my life and things like that and there are times when I look at these pictures and I'm just like what the fuck but they get a lot of good like if the feedback I get on it, it's so amazing. Like everyone's like, oh my God, your hair. Oh my God. And I'm like, it's literally in a bun on the top of my head. I don't know what y'all are looking at, but I mean, if y'all like it, I love it. So <laughs> as it should be, but you're, st- you're still like, you know what? This is a more realistic view of how you can catch me. Like looking mm-hmm. when you just walk up on me on the street. And I'm not saying it's, it's not a bad thing to get done up and, want to have these photos that just like oh my gosh it's beautiful I got like a thousand likes on it there's nothing wrong with that but again it shouldn't be such a a large emphasis placed on it like this has to look perfect I have to match up with everybody else Mm -hmm. and I was gonna say even outside of the like unrealistic body ideals that are shared on social media is literally a constant stream of promotion for all of these products that Mm -hmm. are like 
we can make you look how you want to look. You can get this waist trainer and be snatched. You can get this skinny tee and be even mm-hmm. more snatched. And then we have celebrities promoting them. And you're like, this is doing more harm than good. Right, right. And it's funny because um, last week's episode, I had Shay from Another Shot podcast on and we Mm -hmm. discussed A Perfect 14 on Amazon Prime. And on there, and A Perfect 14, just to give you some backstory, is basically a documentary where they talk about plus size models. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were talking about how marketing, they can, once they post a picture like for magazine covers of people who are not perfectly photoshopped, the Mm -hmm. sales drop drastically. And that is why, mm -hmm, that is why everyone's photoshopped that's why when they it was funny because one of the questions to one of the editors was so who what curvy models have you had and she's like oh we've had so many we've had beyonce we've had kim kardashian we and it's just like i'm sorry what <laughs> like no they literally have like 13 percent body fat like i don't have time i really don't have time nobody doesn't it's funny that you're bringing up the companies because i i don't know why i completely forgot about looking this up but do you remember when um victoria's secret mm-hmm. they came out and said what they had to say like oh we don't hire plus size models you know our models are supposed to fit Mm -hmm. this like angel status and we want them to look a certain type of way and they're like Mm -hmm. no we don't we don't have any ill intent against plus size models that's just not the image we want to promote and it's like but you're making bra and panties right so here's the thing so victoria's secret is definitely trying to just you know um sell a dream right Mm -hmm. they want you to feel like a sexy angel when you put on their like push-up bras or whatever the case is but the shift in marketing it's changing so rapidly because if you think about it nobody's watching tv nobody's watching commercials Mm -mm. nobody's nobody's really Really viewing these things we're, we're not um intaking magazines anymore unless mm-hmm. it's like really for decoration i get bizarre magazine every month and it's so i can change it on my table <laughs> like i have a new picture that's basically it um so when you think about it that's why so many companies are reaching out to these influencers and micro influencers so mm-hmm. now things are being promoted by real people we're not mm-hmm. really selling the dream anymore we're yeah. selling that it's it works for me you see yes. me you see me how i'm like you that's what's gonna make people buy more now and it's it's a subtle shift and i feel like it's been happening for the past couple of years and mm-hmm. now with quarantine and covid that people aren't traveling people mm-hmm. aren't living these la- lavish lifestyles like how they were living in 2019 it's mm-hmm. just not possible now everybody's going to saloon because that's the only place we could go but i can leave <laughs> tomorrow if i wanted to like you understand it's not unattainable yes so it's like very, very true. You have to find another way to market things. And I think that's where the shift is going. Yeah, and it's de- it is going in a more, um, like, not, I wouldn't say natural-esque, but again, just being wholeheartedly yourself, what you like as a person, not what the collective so much likes. And, you know, everything's not, every hairstyle's not going to look right on you. The wop updo might not look good on you. And that's okay. Right. But going away from the crowd and just, like, presenting yourself as is and being 100% okay for that. And again, the body positivity movement advocates for acceptance of all bodies, regardless of physical ability, size, gender, race, appearance, so forth. And I do agree with this so much. Mm -hmm. And 
I think people shouldn't participate in body hate or body shaming. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I hate, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this, Stephanie, Mm -hmm. is I literally hate the skinny shaming versus fat shaming debate. Girl. Okay. So... I feel like this is, and, and just to reference your podcast from last week, because I, like I told mm-hmm. you, I did listen to it. You guys were talking about um, like colorism mm-hmm. and how we're all women, but mm-hmm. we still have colorism within each other. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's how we just as human beings, we don't know for the most part, we have to be cognizant of the fact to be nice a lot yes. of the times. Mm-hmm just do and that's what happens with adults so like babies they're very honest very blunt they'll, if you want to know how you really look ask a three-year-old mm-hmm. on some real shit if you look nice they'll tell you if you don't then they're gonna be like uh your hair is sticking up in the back you know whatever mm-hmm. but that kind of like finesse that you learn with your words that comes with age you know, mm-hmm. you just, you just, it's not lying, but it's like, you know, trying to be kinder. Mm-hmm. So I, a lot of people ask me when I talk about, when I came out with this podcast and I sp- spoke about body positivity, they were like, well, does that mean that you're like fat positive? Like you just want everybody to be fat and and, da, da, da. and it's just like, no, what body positivity means is basically, I just want everyone to be happy in the skin that they're in, whether mm-hmm. they're a size zero or a size 22, I don't give a fuck. Just be happy. Um, I do promote you know eating healthy Mm -hmm. trying to stay active because at the end of the day you don't have to be a washboard ab model to be healthy Mm -hmm. you can be thicker you can be you know plus size quote unquote because plus size a 14 is plus size and you can have a flatter stomach than someone who's a size six Mm -hmm. if we want to be honest Mm -hmm. um but i just feel like we have to get to the point where we're not nitpicking at mm-hmm. each other like if you're skinny if i'm fat who the fuck cares <laughs> because i promise you like people who are like you are not gonna like me and vice versa so mm-hmm. i think that's also where i came from like with this whole social media or whatever mm-hmm. what's for me will not pass me mm-hmm. anybody's opinion of me is none of my business like mm-hmm. all of that is really the mindset that i kept on it and i'm not going to make other people feel bad because mm-hmm. they're skinny and i'm bigger you know mm-hmm. my best friend growing up was tiny Mm -hmm. like I said this in one of my podcasts like my uncle said me and her look like the number 10 walking down the street yes it was like that girl so yeah I was hurt (sighs) she called me a circle but I can only imagine how she felt because we live in a society you know we're both people of color I'm Mm -hmm. Hispanic and being voluptuous is sexy so like that you know you want to have hips you want to have this you want to have that he called her a stick so she probably felt the way I got called the whole circle so we both probably left out of there feeling some type of way with the same comment even Mm -hmm. though we're not the same you Mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying so I hate the skinny shaming I'm not for it at all and see I'm not for it either however just in my own opinion and I'm not saying as I speak on behalf of all skinny people (laughs) I'm fairly petite and slim but again I I think like the stigma around like fat shaming and fat phobia is it one it's one that degrades people mm-hmm. of size to the mm-hmm. advantage of people who live in the more like socially accepted bodies which are thin. So right. at the end of the day, I do I again, I am completely for like none of the body hate, but I think some skinny people want to be included in the narrative mm-hmm. to provide some sort of like solidarity but it's still not the same just because when you see like violence or intolerance 
against a certain body type is usually towards larger people. Mm -hmm. And it's so much more like harmful. And if anything, skinny people should just, you know, shut up. Like, you know, you are the least oppressed. Right. I mean, in this, in this scenario, right. Yeah, you're the least oppressed. mm -hmm, You're absolutely right. And it's just like, I also feel like the whole thing about people feeling a way about, you know, bigger sized, you know, individuals Mm -hmm. or whatever. That's definitely, that tells me more about yourself than it does about me. Mm -hmm. You're more upset about something. Maybe you're actually attracted to me and you're (laughs) fighting yourself with that. Because Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, if you think about it, I don't know how much you talk about like sex and stuff on your podcast. Mm -hmm. But if you go to like porn sites, if you go to like OnlyFans, Mm -hmm. do you know how many real bodies are on there? Like if you're scrolling, it's not a bunch of skinny bitches. No, Mm -mm. I promise you, it's not a bunch of these. It's not Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's not Instagram. It's real life bitches with mm-hmm. real life bodies, mm-hmm. which, and it's like, those are the type of bodies that these guys are having sex with at mm-hmm. the end of the day. So it's like, they're used to it. But if I'm on Instagram in a two piece, you're looking at me like I'm a whale. But if I go on OnlyFans, I bet y'all make like $3,000. Like you understand? Like it's bullshit. So mm-hmm. girl, I don't even have time for none of that. I really don't. If, as soon as I see any of that bullshit on my, t- like, on my page, on my mm-hmm. comments or whatever, like I'm deleting it and probably blocking you because I'm not entertaining. As you should. Again, I just don't think it's worth entertaining because again, and you know what though? I think it's interesting how you brought up the story of you and your friend mm-hmm. and your uncle making the comment because I know when I was younger, my family would say stuff like, oh, I need to eat some more. Or, mm-hmm. You need to put some more on your plate. But I don't feel like that might have negatively affected me as seeing my family members talk to some of my cousins who were larger like right. you need to go outside you just gaining so much weight I, again I just feel like it was so much harsher mm-hmm. in a way that I just don't think it, my little right but you hit the nose on the were, head you hit the nose on yeah. the head because you said it's harder for them so already mm-hmm. society is looking at them a certain type of way so mm-hmm. if they're getting it at home that just you know, packs it on top. Yes. If you're getting a little bit at home, you know you're gonna go outside and people aren't gonna. Do oh, that for shit. sure, yes, it is. It does. It does definitely start at home. If mm-hmm. your parents are already at home speaking negative to you, and you go out into the world and it's just getting ten times worse, then you know, like, what it's do you lot. even do? And two, I think it's crazy because men, in the essence, I think more women are cognizant of it, but even getting on social media and seeing men body shaming who aren't the ideal body type, that always time. throws me for a fucking loop because All the sir out here looking like Rick Ross, but then you want to talk about my stretch marks. I'm sorry. I'm sure you have a thousand stretch marks <laughs> underneath <laughs> that white tee. seriously looking like a good who can i compare them to like i saw a guy recently try to go in on some ladies and i'm like you look like 2003 gucci Mane. like (laughs) who are you why what sexiness or appeal do you have to even speak out about how this woman looks and i think the woman had a child so it's like first of all she fucking brought life into this world that's where her Mm -hmm. stretch marks came from Mm -hmm. your stretch marks came from I don't even fucking know. Just too many <laughs> bottles of Patron and Hennessy. Right. Like, whatever. And again, it's just like so disheartening to see. However, like you said, I love the tip that you mentioned in the beginning. You guys, if you are on social media and you're just not happy with what you're seeing and you just starting to look in the mirror and feel a way about yourself, 
Mm-hmm. Go back through who you're following. I love yep. to do a following cleanse oh, for and sure. just skim through on all social media sites. Who am I following? Who am I friends with? So I can just like refresh and update it because right. you don't and need I to know see all of this stuff. Sometimes, you know, you don't want to hurt people's feelings when you unfollow. Because that's a real thing. I've had people like text me like, did you really unfollow me? <laughs> I- yes, I did. But whatever. You can always mute. I love mm-hmm. the mute option i don't have to see your Mm -hmm. stuff i'm still following you you wanted me as a follower cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i'm not gonna see your stuff i'm also not gonna like it because nine times out of ten i probably don't like the bullshit you're saying i just unless it's something really like i'm opposed to i'm not gonna unfollow you i'll Mm -hmm. just mute you and not really enter yeah i think i see most of the wild shit on facebook and that's usually when i'm just like unfriend like even before i got on this episode one of my friends she loves just not even so much arguing with people i think she's just one of those people who loves patronizing people like where Mm -hmm. are the people who are just gonna say the craziest shit she literally Mm -hmm. just posted on facebook and was like who believes the earth is flat (laughs) and i looked through the comments and it's like 20 people like yep mm -hmm." i'm like you know what she's a troll okay she's (laughs) she's literally the biggest troll so i know for sure she's just messing with cackling cackling behind the computer like "Ah, yes (laughs) yes so you guys moving on to the last segment which is you are drove and i love just giving this disclaimer whenever i have guests so steffi's from new york you know dead ass (laughs) that's the lingo Mm -hmm. st louis we have a term it's just drove and it's basically when you are mad sad or just confused and genuinely disappointed because you thought something would work out in your favor and it just did not go the way you planned it to. Mm-hmm. And if it didn't work out, you just drove as hell. It happens all the time. <laughs> I've been drove as hell. I always love to just use the analogy of, you know, everybody, um, what day was that? December 31st, 2019. We like, yes, 2020 is our year. Yes, 2020 <laughs> vision. Right. And not a damn thing has gone right. So <laughs> I think that is just shows how drove we all are. But this week's you are drove segment i don't know if you've seen this in the news stuff but (laughs) this i was just like really people do way too much but basically a florida sheriff allegedly yes yes (laughs) a florida sheriff allegedly ordered the arrest of his mistress only to now be facing charges himself wait what (laughs) yes so clay county sheriff daryl daniels has been suspended from his post and also arrested in connection with a sex scandal in which he commanded officers to arrest his mistress. <laughs> he thought he was going to be petty and that shit just reversed on Backfired. Yeah. Backfired. So his mistress of six years was Sierra Smith. She was also a former employee of his as a corrections officer. Um... Again, this was an affair that lasted for six years, you guys. So this was a while. This wasn't a little month fling. They even took a trip together to Costa Rica during their affair. But somehow some shit went left, something sour. And it doesn't exactly say what, but um, after confessing his affair to his wife in May 2019, he had Sierra arrested. (laughs) and the way I was looking through like the documents um covering everything it was almost like a setup 
I'm sure it was. He made it seem like they would be meeting up at their regular little meeting spot, their little secret hideout. And as she was letting him know that she was on her way to meet him, he called back up and said that a woman had been stalking him and had been harassing him and basically had her arrested that day. And interestingly enough, around that same time that he had her arrested, like luckily just to go back, she was only held, I think, in the jail for maybe like four or five hours because I think even the other police officer was like what the hell do we have her in here for like he said he was stalking her but we don't have any evidence that shows this woman was stalking him right so around that same time an anonymous letter reached the state officials and the governor that the sheriff was intimidating his staff and (laughs) giving misleading evidence Oh, shit. (laughs) So since then, he's handed himself in on the account of making an illegal arrest, but Mm. alleges, he said that the charges are suspicious since he's up for re-election in a couple of days. Yes, but it's like... Boy, bye. Exactly. You, you, are- you thought that you was going to be out here and flexing on Sierra, but Sierra has something for that ass. <laughs> she had somebody, somebody has something for that ass. <laughs> and even then, I think in general, people don't like him because he's kind of a um, like blue lives matter type of person. So they were already planning on pulling the heat out on this man. Mm. So for this information to come out and all of these things to just not be lining up they're like oh we got we got something for your ass we put you in jail he he reminds me of um you ever seen house of cards on netflix kevin spacey you know what i always hear how much of a good show it was but i think i only tuned in for like one episode okay so season one i'm just gonna spoil it for you he's basically like this congressman or senator some shit like that i don't even know i only saw like the first like four seasons there's like 20 or some shit like that it's been on forever Mm -hmm. but the first season he's basically like trying to do anything to like secure his spot so to me it sounds like sierra had some like incriminating evidence on him it's an election year so Mm -hmm. he was like oh let me lock her up real quick maybe she you know maybe she'll stay shut but sierra you know she had other plans she wasn't playing with him as she should though you just go lock me up what first of all i get we're no longer together but what you just right. lock me the hell up and tell them i was stalking you like i'm pretty sure they had some sort of text messages some sort of communication that she could have easily shared and i don't even think she did at that moment i think it was just later on as more things are coming out and even um as i was looking through more of the court document she had gotten married during the timeline of their affair And she's also, like, filed for divorce recently. And her ex-husband had a lot to say and was just saying, like, you know, I I hate it had to come to this. And I thought he was more of a mentor and, like, a a father figure in her life. But as I'm seeing now, it's just Mm -hmm. they were having an affair. And even then, he looked back on it as, I guess, Sierra was being more open with him. But Mm -hmm. he said that the sheriff was paying her off. So oh, he ain't want to pay no more. That's what it was. He didn't want to pay no more. It's quarantine. It's COVID. He's not making the money he was making. So he's just like, listen, I have to cut. The wife was like, oh, so you out here cheating on me and you paying the bitch? No, no, no. You got to figure that out. I promise you the wife told him like, you got to figure that out. It's all 
ridiculous. I believe <laughs> Washington Post, they broke the news and was covering it. And I just saw it online. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What? But like you said, Florida. I didn't even look at which part of Florida it was in. But I was it like, don't matter. That's you know what? That's thank you for making that point because it never matters. <laughs> it's just always some shit with them. Oh, promise you. But you guys, that is all we have today for the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Steffi, do you want to share again where my listeners can find you at? Yes. Okay. So the Do I Look Fat podcast drops every Friday, a new episode. You can find me on Instagram, fine and thick pod, exactly how it sounds. And my personal Instagram is underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S. And yeah, come say hi. I go on live. I talk shit. All types of jazz. (laughs) Thanks again. I appreciated you coming on as a guest. And I think you shared some really great tips. So again, you guys, make sure you check out the Do I Look Fat podcast and follow the podcast on social media. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for having me. This was great. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye. <laughs>